Welcome to the Quantum Alignment Q&A, Humboldt series, where we traverse through an array of healing modalities to educate, empower, and excite our listeners on their path of holistic health and wellness. In sharing various practitioners' experiences and insight, we hope to cultivate a deeper relationship between one's true self, the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional bodies. Join naturopath, transpersonal psychologist, and cannabis therapy consultant, Dr. Pepper Hernandez, in the Humboldt Quantum Alignment Series. And now, here is your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Welcome, and thank you so much for taking time to be present with us today. Our intention for this podcast is to get each and every one of us one step closer to the highest version of our aligned self each and every day, mentally, physically, spiritually, as well as emotionally. Today, we have a beautiful goddess. She is a wonderful friend of mine, a guest. Her name is Alyssa Maya. She is a herbalist, plant medicine advocate, and the owner of Akasha Apothecary. Hi, Alyssa. Hi. How are you, my love? I am so good. It's so good to see you again. I miss you so much. I miss you so much. And it's great to see you, even if it's like this. I mean, at least it's something, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you look wonderful. So for our listening audience, Alyssa is just like literally bathing in this most, the most gorgeous sunlight ever. And she just looks incredible. She's glowing Um, for those viewing audience. They can see that, but I just wanted to just, what are you doing? Cause you look amazing. You're living your best life. I am living my best life right now. I'm doing a lot of resting, a lot of deep, deep nourishment and a lot of healing work on myself right now. Yeah. Tell me about that. This is the time to be doing resting and healing. And I'm so grateful that you said that first, that that's what you're doing. So what kind of healing are you doing? Or if you want to talk about that at all, because we're, we're about to go really deep into who you are and what you're doing, but I want to know what you're doing now. Yeah. So right now I'm really diving deep into somatics and that's like a body first therapeutic approach to healing trauma. And I've been deep in that journey for the last three and a half months at least. And it's absolutely changed my life completely. Um, I have, I spent years in talk therapy and it I learned all the terms and I know all the stuff and I told all my stories over and over again, but until I did a body first um, practice, I really, really saw results and I'm working a lot with plant medicine and I'm doing a lot of herbal infusions, which is like tea, but a lot longer of a steep and it's really been amazing to build and cultivate a deeper relationship with the plants and so that's what I've been doing (laughs) I love that so much so tell us a little bit about you know owning this apothecary which is just gorgeous I love what you're doing I'm always seeing the new things that you're doing and adding to your list of accomplishments there at the apothecary Tell us a little bit about the journey that it 
it kind of guided you to start this business? Because this is a big endeavor that you've you know taken off on. What started all of this? Well, what started all of this really was my journey into cannabis. And that took me up into a farm up in Calaveras County. And that's where I learned how to grow cannabis and was the first time I ever experienced from seed all the way through to sale and on a farm that was getting legal and all of the obstacles that come with that. And I just fell so deeply in love with the process and the trust in her in the cannabis plant and the healing that I was able to receive from that medicine and turning a seed into you know, a nine foot plant and then turning that plant into a salve and into a tincture and being able to give that to family and giving the feed, getting the feedback and like really starting to build that bridge between myself and the earth and the medicine and also my community. It was, it's felt like a no, it felt like just my calling in the deepest way. Absolutely. And, you know, your holistic journey started with that before that, it seems like most people, including myself, we go in the direction of healing with natural plants and herbs because of we have our own discomfort or mm-hmm. our own disease or our own dis- ailment. You know, do you mind sharing anything that you have or what you're using your products for on your own body and what some people could um, look at the Akasha apothecary for medicine. Mm. So a lot of what I use my medicine for is for womb healing specifically. And because of my own trauma and history, I have a lot of deep mother wounds and a lot of needing to cultivate a deeper relationship with that part of my body specifically. And I'm someone who also experienced a lot of pain during menstrual cycles and cannabis, CBD, and medicinal herbs really, really helped me to balance my hormones and to relieve cramps and to really bring like a level of comfort in a way that was beyond taking a mitol or doing something that was really calling me outside of myself, the plant medicine really helps to ground you. And it doesn't necessarily take away all of the discomfort that you may be feeling, but it allows some more space, some spaciousness so that you can dive into like really what your body is trying to tell you. Um, And with the salves and the moon oil and the yoni steaming, it really like allows for that to happen. And that's what I've used my medicine for, for, for years now. And it's been such a blessing to be able to share that with the world. So. It's so interesting when you talk about these things, I can tell that you and I are so connected because I can feel it in my sacral space. Like just Mm -hmm. as you talk about things, it's like, Whoa, this woman is a healer. Like I can feel you, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when we talk, to our audience about womb space. That is your major thing that you're working on. Can you explain that a little bit more for maybe men or women or non-gender who don't even know what that term is or haven't heard of that yet? 
Yeah. So there are a few definitions that people use when it comes to womb space. You can relate that to in a cis woman's body, a womb uterus space, um, or a, a person who is non-binary or non-gender conforming, um, a womb, an energetic womb, or in a male body, there is also an energetic womb. Um, and when you're using plant medicine specifically for that space, it is for everybody and it's for the energetic womb and it's for um, just building that connection with the mother, with the feminine energy, with back to our, all of our roots, really. Oh, so well said. It's that, I mean, that's just the the tip of the iceberg to opening of looking, but I I love, I love where this conversation is going already Mm. with the cannabis that you've spoke about. And and our podcast this year is about micro dosing specifically either cannabis or psilocybin. And, And you and I kind of chatted a little bit about that being a combination that you enjoy. How do you use that also healing the womb space. Mm. So cannabis being a feminine plant and full of feminine energy, I like to use cannabis in a very ceremonial way when I'm working with the womb space and psilocybin as well. Um, I found that when I'm using these medicines, like with the intention of going into those spaces and doing in combination with like breath work and somatic movement and really listening to the body, those two plant medicines specifically really open up the channel so that you can be able to hear what that space is trying to either move through you, um, bring on earth within you. And not to say that it's all flowery and beautiful and fun. Like there are a lot of dark, and shadowy things that also live inside of that space. And for myself, I found that cannabis and psilocybin both are really strong support and they really bring this, the mycelium in the mushrooms, like they bring this ability to connect and to really create that force and of support that you really need when you're needing to go into those spaces and you might not be comfortable yet sharing with another human being you might need to just go through that within yourself um so the plants really help with that it sounds almost like a meditation of sort because you said not sharing with others but you want to go in that place for yourself Mm -hmm. can you tell us about any microdosing that you're doing or that you've done if you if you want to share with us yeah i'd love to So I do a combination usually between micro and macro dosing. And usually when I'm on a micro dosing cycle with psilocybin, I combine that with a lion's mane mushroom. And um, because I also have ADHD, so it really helps me to focus. And I usually do like a regimen of one day on, two days off, one day on three days off and then another day on. And I do that cycle for about a month um, while also macro dosing every day in between. 
So it's a pretty tight schedule in terms of like the ways that I take it when I do. And I don't do that all the time. So that might be like three months out of the year that I'll do that. So thank you for sharing that with us. That's a pretty tight protocol that you have there. I'm wondering for our listening audience, if you could explain the difference between those days that you do micro dosing, which is a small amount and macro dosing, which is a little larger of an amount. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you explain that to us? Yeah. So on the days that I'm micro dosing, I use a tincture that I make for that. And then on the days that I'm macro dosing, it's still on the end. It's 0.4. So it's still on the end of a micro dose, I would say, but it's closer to the macro dose size for that. Yeah. Okay. And so someone who's doing like a macro dose or higher, that's a full on that's a full on alteration, but you're not getting that far. You're doing a very minuscule amount as your micro dose. Then you're doing a little bit more for a macro dose. And then it sounds like you stop doing them all together for months Mm -hmm. at a time. Okay. Very interesting. What are you gathering from this, Alyssa? I really am finding that when I'm using them in this really ceremonial way and a way that is I'm able to integrate the medicine that I'm receiving it has been so much more of a potent and synergistic relationship that I've had with the plant medicine in the past when I was younger in my earlier 20s um you know (laughs) a macro dose being like an eighth at a time having a really super trip and not really knowing how to integrate and not really having support around that I've found that doing it this way I'm able to really become my own healer with the plant medicine too I absolutely agree with you I um, speak a lot on cannabis microdosing especially for those people who are new to it and coming onto the scene as it continues to be legal in new states and very soon federally legal. And for those people who've never worked with plant medicine, microdosing is definitely a great suggestion, the smallest amount, and then you can build yourself up. Now that's my suggestion with cannabis, Mm -hmm. but you're not building yourself up with your microdosing of psilocybin, this is for an alteration effect over a long period of Mm -hmm. time. So do you go into these sessions thinking, or this month long session that you do, are you going into this thinking, okay, I'm going to work on my uh, relationship, childhood trauma. Like that's what I'm going to do in this Mm -hmm. month. And you just go for it, or do you just allow the medicine to bring up what it needs to? Yeah, I really allow the medicine to bring up what it needs to. Um, if I am working on something specifically, then I will ask the plants to show me and support me in the ways that I need to be supported through that. Um, but I usually like let them lead because they know what they know what they're doing more than I do. <laughs> Well, I love that you share that personal side of yourself with us. I I do appreciate it. 
facts and we'll get more into um, your business as an owner of the apothecary, but I've heard you have a product called a line. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So that product is, it's a microdose tincture with psilocybin and cannabis and CBD, as well as an array of medicinal herbs that are really supportive for cognitive abilities, for um, uplifting your mood, and for really like, I use them for focus. I use it for focus a lot, so. And that's probably a small batch that you do just for friends and family. But for those who are listening and they're from other states or other countries, if they follow you on your apothecary site, what kind of things are you producing for the general public to purchase? So what you'll find when you come to my website, it's a really beautiful experience. You'll hear some really soft music sounds. You'll see some pictures of myself and you'll see some really intentionally crafted skincare and womb care offerings. You will also find some self-care tools like some gua sha, um, facial massage, uh, rose course crystals and you'll find a redwood ritual tray that's handmade you will also be able to find some teas and salves cbd salves as well oh my gosh you're doing so much i love it i love it so much that's great that's great and you were saying that your brick and mortar store is still in the santa cruz area but you're in humboldt right now so tell me about, tell me about this jumping back and I, forth thing. What are you, what are you doing with all that? Is it business related? Is it heart yeah, related? I would say it's a little How bit are of you both. doing all that? Um, my spirit is happiest to when I'm on the move. <laughs> I like to see new things. I feel like I'm called to nature in various places. And those, a lot of those places live along highway one. Um, and so I really enjoy my journeys back and forth. And when I'm in the mountains, I grew up around the redwoods and surrounded in nature. And then being in Humboldt, there's so much beautiful nature here as well. And the redwood trees. And another funny thing is we have the mystery spot and you guys have the, um, it's in the trees. It's not the mystery spot. Oh, the it's... Confusion Hill. Yeah. yeah. Confusion Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I came here, I was like, what? This looks so similar <laughs> to my little town with its own little energy vortex. Uh, so I love it. I love, I love traveling back and forth oh. to two really amazing places. I feel really lucky. Yeah. Very, very lucky indeed. Those are two beautiful places over on the West Coast here. So Tell me a little bit about your history of being a woman, a young woman in Santa Cruz, and then moving to Humboldt. Did you come for school? Did you come for, you know, how did you get up here? (laughs) So when I was 18, I don't know why I, I always wanted to live in Arcata. Yeah. I have no, I just felt called there. Um, I looked at HSU and I really liked, I just loved the school, but life took me on a totally different path. 
So fast forward to now, <laughs> um, my partner actually got a job up here in the industry and working at a, a lab. So that brought us both up here to, to Humboldt County and we fell in love with this place. So here we are. <laughs> it was meant for you to come here anyways. Either way, yeah. you were going to be. Either way. Yeah. It just has that magical, it just has that magical feeling. You know, it's just wonderful. How are you doing with quarantine? How's everything going with the quarant- your quarantine? It sounds like you're blossoming and fine anyways. <laughs> I mean, I... Yeah, I've really been doing well. I was really intentionally taking this winter off. Uh, I really felt like if I'm going to be talking about the cycles in nature and really honoring her and then I need to be reflecting that in my own life. And so I took the last two months off really. And, uh, but with the quarantine before that this year, it has been been really hard I'm someone who loves to throw events whether that be birthday parties or wellness events or I really really love to be around people and so this has been really difficult to not have the that ability but it's allowed me to slow down which I really needed as well so well that's how we met is just through events and, and getting together yeah. and loving people and coming together. And so, yes, we both have that very much in our energy fields. And my friend, we will see each other again very soon. I know it. So soon. <laughs> well, everyone, it, ta- it happens to be that time in our podcast where we're going to take a short little break to give a shout out to a local aligned business that I love so very much. And I think that you will too. We'll talk to you in just a moment. Ever dream of becoming a cannabis therapy consultant or learning more on how cannabis heals? For a deeper understanding of your own body and mind connection using sacred medicine, take time to dive into classes anytime, anywhere with a new online program. For more information, connect on drpepperhernandez.com. This is a 10-month program, one class a month. The Cannabis Holistic Institute provides the most potent teachers Humboldt County has to offer. Students have access to Google Classrooms for downloadable handouts, charts, PowerPoint presentations, and more. Also, a live streaming on Facebook, bonus pop-up classes, gifted info, and edited videos available on YouTube. Classes from History of Cannabis, The Biology of Cannabis, Specific Strains and Effects, Cannabis healing properties, juicing, edibles, and tinctures, cultivation and production, cannabis medicine making, women in cannabis conference, legalities and legislations, the cannabis business, and more.
ready? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. Let me reintroduce you to our guest, Alyssa Maya. Man, you look beautiful. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so honored to be able to spend time with you today. I really, really am. Thank you for taking time out. I'm so happy to be here and it's so good to see your face and it just feels so good to be talking about plant medicine with you and I love it. I know it's so, it gives me warm fuzzies. So while we were at break, everyone, we were chatting about different things and I think that we should maybe share it with the audience. We were talking about self-care through the seasons, and it's something that Alyssa and I both cherish and have utilized for as far as I can remember, but Alyssa, do you want to tell our listeners or viewing audience what it is to be in self-care mode during seasonal changes? Yeah, so what that means for me is really just honoring the reflection that we see outside and through nature. And so what that usually looks like is, you know, during the winter time, which is November until right around now, is really a hibernation and is a death and a decaying. And really honoring that looks like resting and reflecting on everything that you've been through throughout this the cycle before throughout fall um in the summer and the spring of the season before and um really creating a plan and goals for your next planting season so then we move into spring and self-care during the spring looks like for me it looks like really setting the intention for for the rest of the year. Um, What I wanna personally bring into my life this year, my intentions are to create more safety within. And what that looks like for me is learning more techniques somatically and learning more about the polyvagal theory and all of that and utilizing plant medicine integrated within that. Um, And then the summer is really when your energy starts to build, you really want to be outside the other, the, you know, the weather's really warm and it's a time to be in your self-care routines, really tending to your garden um, before harvest. And for me, that looks like sticking to the, my plan and having a lot of action during that time. Cause I have a lot of energy and really utilizing that towards my self-care goals. And and then in the fall is when we start in the beginning of fall is like harvest season and you can start to like really look at what you went through through the summer and how you were tending to your garden if you were, you know, plucking out those negative thoughts and also known as weeds in your garden and how are you tending to what you wanted to cultivate is really going to show up in the fall. Because if we didn't do what we needed to do, it's going to become very apparent then. Um, And usually that's when, if I'm not attending to myself and my self-care, I start to get burnt out. Um, I really need a lot more rest during that time if I am not balanced in the way that I'm moving. And 
And then we move back into winter again, which is a resting, deeply resting and, and living in that, um, in that space of reflection. Thank you. That's so well said. And I think if our listeners or the audience can just grab a little bit of that and start navigating their life in that way, I feel like us as humans, we're more aligned to do that. You know, in some places we have harsher winters or no spring or, you know, like in Humboldt, it feels like it's always spring or fall. And then there's, you know, the Hawaiian islands where you're always in summer. So, you know, there's different places everywhere, but if we can just remember as humans to take the time to do each of those phases, Mm -hmm. I really think that we benefit from that, you know, that long that long winter. And right now during what most people are calling um, quarantine or lockdown, wherever you're at, whatever's going on with you, this is really giving us a chance to reboot and and choose what things we want to continue with Mm -hmm. and what things we don't want to subscribe to any longer. Yeah, It's very true. And I think that Yeah, I totally agree with everything you just said. And it's really important that we utilize this time because I know it can feel like we can't wait to get out and start doing life again. Um, But I know for myself, having so many years gone, you know, full throttle 365, that it's, it's really important to slow down. And this is the what the universe's way of really like literally slowing us yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. now, some of us are like continuing to push ahead and like trying to work and like trying to do all these things. But, you know, we just have to continually remind ourselves and others that if you need 12 hours of sleep, this is the time to do yeah. it. Or if you're not feeling 100%, this is the time to just relax, yeah. right? This, I mean, it really is. So we really wanted to tune in about, you had said something about womb care and while we were speaking together about grounding, can we talk a little bit about that before we wrap up for the day? Yeah. So what I teach in, when you come to a workshop with me or work one-on-one with me, I really like to help people to get aligned more with the womb cycles, which is a reflection of the moon, which is also a reflection of the seasons. And and so in relation to the moon cycle, a woman's bleeding and follicular and ovulation and luteal cycle, it goes by each season. So week one would be the bleeding phase and that reflects the inner winter. And that would be day one to seven or one to six or one to five, depending on who you are. And week two is your inner spring. And week three is your inner summer, which is your ovulation phase, which during that time you might feel like I was talking about previously, a lot of energy, a lot of vitality, a lot of just propelling and moving forward energy and then looping back into your inner fall during week four 
is again just preparing that nesting phase to begin to bleed and so um, I really like to teach people how to get more deeply connected with that using different tools like tracking your cycle or using a cycles journal which is a menstrual cycle tracking journal for all people um yeah absolutely fully agree with tracking cycles uh it's so beneficial and i think everyone that has a cycle needs to be doing that just to touch base really quickly with something that we didn't talk about, but it sounds like you're super knowledgeable and an expert. What type of hormonal, if someone's wanting to shift their hormones and balance their hormones, what are some of those products that you're creating that help with that? Um, so I don't specifically create any products that balance the hormones. I don't create a line of tinctures, but I do know, yes. Um, but I do know some really amazing, and reputable women that have businesses that are, that is their focus is helping women um, nutritionally and physically with like their exercise routines and getting different herbs um, as well as help with like transitioning off of birth control and things like that. So um, I can, I can drop their names if that's okay. Woman Wellness, Usha Anandi is someone that I really love and trust. And through her programs and working with her one-on-one, you can definitely get hormonally balanced. And she has a course on womb sciences, which really breaks down. It's a six-week program and it breaks down the anatomy of the womb. It brings down the energetics, um, your ancestry and how that connects to the womb space and healing and all of that and um and then there's another woman who's local to Humboldt and she is the womb alchemist and her focus is all Sabrina yeah she's been on the podcast yeah Yeah, Sabrina's amazing so a lot of her focus is specific to hormone balancing and on all of that so I like to steer people towards those women who are really anchored in that expertise and have that medicine available. Yeah. Sweet Sabrina. will give her a shout out. So for the listening audience, if you want to go back into the archives, she has Sabrina Ubronia, I think is how we pronounce her last name. She was on the podcast quite a, you know, maybe 10, 15 episodes ago, quite a bit of away. Um, but she is a new mommy. So we'll give her a shout out. We love her and want to support her always. So before we head out completely, I want to give you a chance to represent yourself and tell us where we can find you, whether it's your brick and mortar or whether it's on social media or your website, give us all that information for someone to reach out to you. Um, if they want more information on what you're providing. Yeah. So you can reach me online at akashaapothecary.com. You can also find me on Instagram at akashaapothecary. And we also have a Facebook page as well as a a private Facebook group um, where I do drop into more of the cannabis side of things and teaching people how to make their own medicines for womb care and all of that. And where else can you find me? 
I think that's it for now. Just the website and the Instagram and Facebook are the three platforms that are available. Wonderful. Well, that's enough for us to find you for sure. Before we let you go, give me three of your top tips for womb care. Number one would be learning how to scan the womb space somatically. And what that looks like is for me, for someone who has been through a lot of trauma, what that looks like when I begin to meditate is orienting myself around the room, looking around identifying like colors and other spaces and creating inner safety so you can drop in to be able to notice sensations or notice um, the ways in which your womb is trying to speak to you I don't really like to call it meditation it's more of uh, intention and awareness and the second thing would be grounding, physically touching your womb and your body to the earth. And whether, whatever that looks like for you, I know not everyone has that ability um, to be able to go outside in a yard or something like that. But if you have access to nature and you're able to like go somewhere private on a river bank or even the sand on the ocean, just really connecting your body to the earth can really help to open that channel. So, and then thirdly, using plant medicine, uh, yoni steaming, salves, body oils, using the medicines that are available to us. And I like to believe that the plants choose us. And so just going into an apothecary or going online to Mountain Rose Herbs or Star West Botanicals and seeing what calls to you um, and getting, getting something and trying it and knowing that it might not taste great or work that well the first time you try to make medicine, but um, just getting your hands in the dirt and your feet and your womb. Love it. Thank you for those suggestions. Those are going to be so helpful to a ton of people listening. I just want to thank you, Alyssa, for being here and taking the time to dedicate for today's program. I really appreciate that. Of course. I'm so happy to be here. I'm super grateful and it was so nice to speak with you about all this good juicy stuff. You too. And to the listening audience, I want to thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Thanks for listening and let's make this your very best life ever. Yay. I love you. This episode has been brought to you by a cosmic flower.